Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 194. Today's topic is benefits of traveling to a distant WordCamp. We're going to go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Well, we start with Chris for whatever reason. I wonder why. Chris, tell us all about yourself. Um, my name is Chris Ford. I am the sole proprietor at Creativity Included, where I can help you tell your brand story. And um, speaking of WordCamps, WordCamp Orange County is coming up in a week. And I'm heading up there to talk and hang out with Steve and, and all the rest of you crazy guys. Sweet. George, what about you? I lead a team at Automatic doing interesting things related to Jetpack. Um, I am totally drinking tea. I swear this is just tea, nothing fishy. But on the topic of WordCamps, uh, for anyone that may be in the area or interested in traveling a bit, uh, WordCamp New York City is in three weeks. Three weeks? Yes, three weeks. Uh, and it's actually at the UN this year. Wow. Wow, that's cool. You get to speak at the UN. Pretty awesome. I know. That's going to be awesome on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, John? Uh, hi, I'm John. Uh, I am the owner of a WordPress custom development shop called Nine Seeds. It's been around a long time. Uh, we make themes, plugins for bespoke clients. Um, I'm also a digital nomad that travels pretty much full-time now. Just let go of my home in Maui to do that full-time again. Um, I've traveled to WordCamps all over the world. And I'm currently house-sitting for uh, somebody coming up shortly um, so that he can travel to WordCamp Europe this year. Uh, that's it. That's awesome. Well, you, oh, and I'm speaking at WordCamp Orange County next weekend as well. So. Sweet. Looking forward to seeing you there. What about you, Robert? Uh, Robert Gilmer, owner of Shiny9 Web Design. We build stuff with WordPress, and I'm going to WordCamp Orange County next week also. I'm not speaking then. Sweet. What about you, Russ? You are participating in Plugin Palooza. Just saying. I am. Thank you. So, uh, I'm going to win. My name is Russ. I, have, I work for this company called Maintain. Um, I'm also speaking at WordCamp Orange County at the same time Chris Ford is speaking. And I'm also entered into Plug and Palooza, and I'm going to win. Bring it. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a throwdown. It's a throwdown here on the water cooler. That was the Bobby Flay throwdown is what that was. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's sweet. What about you, Sam? I am Sam Hotchkiss. Uh, I work on Jetpack at Automatic. Uh, John is sitting in my sunroom right now so that uh, I could be here in beautiful Vienna. I just finished up uh, WordCamp Europe, and uh, we're doing a team meetup this week. And unlike George, this is whiskey, not tea. <laughs> yeah, but it's 8 o'clock. Still about to run to Sam's liquor cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> Help yourself, John. Nice. Don't tell you, Steve? That. I am Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup, which will be meeting tonight in my office without me. Uh, David Margowski will be hosting tonight, and like other people have said on the uh, on the water cooler, WordCamp Orange County is coming up on July 9th. Where will you be going? I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at jasontucker.us, and um, I tweet and stuff at Jason Tucker. All right, folks. So where's, like, the furthest you've gone to get to a WordCamp? From Fresno? your house. From your house, the furthest you've gone. <laughs> I would say my first WordCamp Europe in Bulgaria two years ago from Hawaii. 
Wow. I only say that because it was a 12-hour time difference. Yeah, that, that that has to mess with you, right? <laughs> we had to start with that guy. Like, he just trumped us all. No matter what I say, We're that was the go. farthest. <laughs> I mean, I went to one on Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, camp, Mars. Word camp Maybe lunar. Maybe that surface. was just the Orange County one was say. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I have to say, it's a pretty impressive panel today in the fact that what two of the people here are currently traveling to attend WordCamps. Yep. Um, everybody else has traveled at least hundreds, if not thousands, of miles to them. Yep. Yeah, I no, was, I, uh, I was in Vienna, like Sam, and uh, now I'm in London, still traveling, just making a vacation out of it. That's nice. Yeah, I, uh, I've been to WordCamp Mumbai the last couple of years, which was definitely the furthest for me at about 11,000 miles. Um, so I've done, done that, did uh, uh, talked at the meetup in Kathmandu, which was really, uh, really interesting. Uh, Poland, which was where I met John uh, for the first time a couple of years ago. Uh, fantastic WordCamp, too, if you can ever uh, make it out that way. It's really interesting. I, I went to the Poland one um, that Sam's talking about because it was the first one I went to that wasn't an English-based WordCamp. WordCamp Europe is always run in English. But Poland was the first one that was predominantly in a non-English language. Um, and they still had a couple of English speakers um, and lots of friendly Polish people willing to, like, real-time live translate everything, yeah. which um, <laughs> I was just like, no, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to go to the hallway because if you follow the slides, it's good enough. Um, yeah. Anybody else here ever gone to a non-English-based WordCamp? Nope. Silence. I went to Miami. I went to Miami. That was that was very uh, non-English speaking. It was it was interesting. <laughs> George, right. you have one that was an English-based? I have not. Furthest of far I've gotten has been Seattle and London, and yeah. well, I guess you're talking about English speaking. I figure London would probably have rights on that. <laughs> It's interesting. I'm I'm going to uh, Moscow in August, uh, and uh, this is actually going to be the first year that they have an English track, um, and it's it's about sixty percent people who are bilingual in English. Uh, so about forty percent of the the local dev population speaks enough English to you know write write PHP in English, but not. Uh, not really to communicate much, so it's going to be an interesting, interesting experience, I think. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to um, WordCamp Tokyo in September, and they're doing the same thing. They're having yeah. their first ever English track. Oh, wow! I and thought both. I thought both. A, I thought both of you were going to say that it's all the beginner track, but it's in English. Like I thought, that's where you guys are going with that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's jump off of that a little bit. So sure. the the. The idea of you know going to these crazy places and and experiencing the local culture and all that stuff like what's the benefit for you Sam of going to like Moscow or going to Poland or going to you know Kathmandu or whatever like what's the benefits for you of doing that? So the the biggest thing for me is being able to have an impact on the global community. Like I, what I found, uh, you know, when when John and I were in Poland, that was my first sort of developing world WordCamp, uh, and what sort of got me hooked on the experience is you get there and like all of the sudden people start to feel like they matter. Um, you know, we we went to a uh, uh, the contributor day in Poland and. 
I uh, got what four or five new contributors to core uh, who didn't think that that was possible, right? They thought that contributing to core was something for Western Europe and the U.S. Uh, they thought that you know applying to VIP agencies or applying to uh, work at Automatic was something for just people you know in in the first world, if you will, uh, and and you know the. Uh, the sort of mindset change that you can see when you you show up and say, hey, like, you know, I, I sat on a plane for 14 hours so that I could be here to talk to you because you matter to me and you matter to our community as a whole is, you know, a, a big um, shift to be able to see. And I think it's really cool uh, and, and really effective to the global community. I think the other part to that too, though, is as themes and plugins are starting to become more internationalized, mm -hmm. I think it gives us more of an excuse to go and visit these places and see how they're interacting with our software or our plugins to find out what what we can do to make it more relevant to them. I mean, to that point, there's plugins now where the base language that it's written in is not English, and then English is a translation pack for the raw yeah. plugin. That's at like it was like five or six percent last time I checked. Is that correct? Wow. Uh, somewhere around there, I think. I don't yeah. actually have the numbers. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, it, it also kind of shows. Number, you, yeah. It also kind of shows you like how how others are interacting with your content, you know, with the, the plugins and themes and stuff that you're making, and how they're having to deal with the language barrier as well, and being able to kind of break that language barrier a little bit. Which I guess kind of goes into going to a WordCamp that isn't, you know, isn't in English, and it could very well be, you know, in a different language, and you're the one that's kind of the odd man out at that point. Yeah, just to tail onto what Sam was saying there, like one of the things I found in going to some of these, and including meetups in this, even though this is really about WordCamps, um, is you make a really huge impact by showing up at remote meetups. Um, that. Like as a traveler to them to speak and to share, um, it does have a really profound impact on those local communities. Um, I've been trying to help like the WordCamp or the the WordPress community in Bangkok get a little bit more solidified because um, I spent a lot of time there. Uh, looks like they're going to do a WordCamp in Bali, Indonesia soon, and Ubud. Um, making a, a presence in some of these places makes a big difference, but. Um, it's not just about far-flung locations, right? Like, I think that that same thing happens when somebody takes the time to go from L.A. to New York or Boston or Austin, Texas. Like, as the person traveling to that camp, you both have an opportunity to make an impact on that local community, but also to absorb a tremendous yeah. amount of new information that just gets you outside of the little bubble that is your local WordPress community, assuming that most people who travel far um, have a some involvement in their local community. Um, I organized WordCamp Maui, and I found we had a lot of people who, uh, we expected this, but we had a lot of people who came to Maui. It was their first WordCamp. Um, they kind of made a vacation out of it. Um, but they were really looking to kind of, it, it was a travel destination for them, and then they were just blown away with, like, the ability to interrelate with everybody else at this WordCamp. Um, and I think you do it a little bit differently when you travel to WordCamp where you don't know everybody there. Like I'm in Orange County five oh, yeah. years in a row, right? I, I, I can't stop. I can't get out of the hallway because you're just saying hi to all your friends all day long. Um, you go to a WordCamp you've never been to in a region of the country um, you've never been to, and you meet new people and you learn new things at the same time. 
And that's what's well, and, hard about and, and I think it's always important to take ourselves out, ourselves outside of our bubble, right? And when I go, when I'm at the meetup in Orange County every month, and at our word camp, you know, it's it's always kind of the same issues over and over again. Not that that's not interesting, but it really is the same things. When you go to a different region, right? New things come up, new challenges come up, and and people are dealing with different kinds of uh, sites and projects, and that that's always really interesting. And you get out of the echo chamber because you're not hanging out with the people that use the same yeah. plugins you do, use the same code that you do. You learn new things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I went to uh, WordCamp London in 2013, um, having your site work in right to left and left to right was kind of a new concept to me. And I had somebody show me he builds everything right to left, and it was it was interesting to find out like how punctuation works. Like, even though a period works on, on English, it doesn't work this way. And I mean, like, just, it, I, it was a huge learning curve that I didn't understand, and that was something that I think made me better. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> Did you need to travel to London to learn the punctuation? <laughs> you could have you Googled that. It was just like Steve. I happened to be there on vacation traveling. And it, it falls on the same weekend. I stopped in, hung out all day Saturday. I got to meet some people. I ran into some WP Engine friends, but it was more what can I learn from this in a couple hours that I didn't already know? And I sat in on some different stuff. And I think, I think just, just looking at the sessions that you see at WordCamps in different regions will kind of give you an indication as to the challenges that they're dealing with, right? That's what I picked up from WordCamp Europe. Sure. I mean, it's important for uh, WordCamps around the world all to really feel like first-class experiences. We don't want... Um, WordCamp Mumbai, for example, just because, let's face it, we live in a very North America, Eurocentric uh, community, and we need to make sure that we are actively reaching out and making those uh, communities elsewhere in the world feel just as important because they have just as much to contribute, uh, which is why I was very excited to see the um, upcoming program that WordCamp Central is doing with uh, planting new WordCamps in uh, areas where there may not necessarily be big communities, but there's a lot of potential for them. Uh, that last year they picked five communities around the world, and I don't recall what they are, but um, five places to just actually have Central go in and take over the administration of it and say, hey, we're going to do a WordCamp in this community to support the community and help grow it. Yeah, one of the interesting things in talking to WordCamp organizers internationally is a lot struggle with they don't, their local tech community doesn't have that open source embrace that a lot of Western, or I should say, um, North American communities do. Like, they're not quite as invested in the startup open source kind of thing, like share all your knowledge and the returns will come. There tends to be, from what I've seen, some places, not European, but Asian um, where there's like a fear of sharing your knowledge the way there is here. It's one of the things you learn by traveling to WordCamps is that each local community has its own kind of feel. Um, and it's not just the IP thing that I was mentioning. Like you see different scale, like um, 
kind of experience levels of development. You see different preferences for hosting. You see different preferences for plugins. Like, it really expands your horizon just by getting to know these communities that have um, their own history to them. Well, and, and also the, the other thing that I've run into repeatedly uh, is just an amazing level of gratitude for WordPress and the WordPress community and the product. Like, you know, I, I've met so many people who grew up, you know, maybe in a family where as a family they would make two, three, four hundred dollars a year. And WordPress was the tool that they had uh, that they could get at no cost and they could teach themselves at no cost that allowed them to lift themselves up to another standard of living uh, on, on a global scale. Um, which, you know, is really cool to remember too, like the way that the tools that we are building have the potential to change the lives of uh, people around the world. You know, I'll tell you, Chris uh, Lemon and I were recently in Nicaragua, and we experienced that. You know, we experienced. Uh, I, I, uh, we were just talking to a local who, you know, made that level of income and has recently retrained himself to be a WordPress developer. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. My question is, Steve, were you at the airport with a sign like a limo driver that said, "Do you use WordPress?" Like, were you looking for people? How did that come about? No, no, no Russ, I just know how to make conversation. I'm, I'm, how, did, I'm social. How, how did you meet said local? He was, uh, he was part of our tour. He was part of our, uh, our, our cigar tour that we went on. I, I met a guy. I took a street art tour in London, and um, the guy, he runs his website off of WordPress, and so I loaded up his site, noticed he had problems, and I still talk to this guy every day. His name's Doug. Um, and it's just one of those things where I was like, hey, your site's on WordPress, and he's like, how'd you know that? You know, and it's it's something that I've made several bonds with because of WordPress. That's cool. So meeting yeah. people is definitely one of the benefits. <laughs> what about, uh, what about like, expanding uh, business-wise, like, being able to, like, either find new people to interact with or to do business with or anything like that? Uh, have you guys experienced any of that sort of thing? That actually just happened to us. We, uh, Ben Weiser and myself from here in Vegas, we went to a beer fest, ran into some guys that run a, a local craft beer podcast, and they needed WordPress help, and uh, now they signed up with our services. That's awesome. Um, what a great way to make that happen. Whenever I'm at WordCamps, anywhere, I'm always hiring. But that's true domestically, that's true internationally, that's true, I think, of every... Everyone in the WordPress space who's in a position to hire is in the same boat. Like, you tend to find the best people at WordCamps. They're the people who are invested in the community, people who are invested in the product. Like, um, there's other places, but for sure. Um, but going back to the Poland example, I met a few people there I'm still in touch with. I haven't been able to work things out. Same thing in WordCamp Europe um, with a couple of Bulgarians and other people in Europe. Um, you know, the... The area I'm looking into is Southeast Asia and South Asia, but um, they don't have a really they don't have many word camps. So um, I'm really kind of I'd like to get to Jakarta. That's in Indonesia. Um, be interesting. But to answer Jason, yeah, I think hiring and partnerships and all that is a big part of it. 
And, you know, I've never been a really big fan of, of outsourcing, especially overseas outsourcing. It just has never worked for me. But if I was at a WordCamp and could meet a developer face-to-face, right, and actually sit down and see how they, how they, how they work and kind of who they are, that would be a benefit. Yeah, and you don't even have to travel far. I went from San Diego to L.A., and that's where my conversations with crowd favorites started. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have to be traveling to Jakarta or someplace like that. I went 75 miles. I it's, a great way, it's a great way to humanize people. You go from someone being the great disembodied Wizard of Oz face up there to the <laughs> little man behind the curtain. Yeah, that's where I met John Hawkins and Todd Hush, you know, eight years ago when my WordPress professional journey started with Nine Seeds. Um, and then uh, what a couple months ago at WordCamp San Diego, I interviewed three people out of that WordCamp. Um, it's always like it's not just outsourcing; it's it's from San Diego, it's to Vegas, it's to New York, it's it's everywhere. Well, and, and I think what I think what we're talking about is 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 the hallway track. I mean, that's that's where you meet people. And frankly, that's why I go to WordCamps. I, I don't attend a lot of the sessions. Um, you know, I attend the stuff I'm interested in, but I, I typically am found in the hallway networking. That's where I get the way I get the most out of WordCamps. Uh, the the same thing Chris said. Um, I went to lunch with some of the guys from WebDev and some of my friends, and it was one of those things where. Uh, they had an opening. I applied. They they know me. They know my track record. It's just one of those things where you keep consistent. And they hired you anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, like legal status was not a worry for them. But uh, <laughs> that but wasn't was, what we were talking about. It was one of those. It was one of those things that it was just like I built a friendship with these people over multiple work camps, and when an opening came up, I was able to have a little bit of leeway into that. And frankly, that's, that is that is for me again. It's the best part of WordCamp is what happens at the after party, what happens at, at lunch, at, at drinks, things like that. I mean, that's where you really get to know people, and especially in a, in, a, in a remote area or in a distant you know distant area. That's that, that's the that's the best part of WordCamp for me. I, I think one of the things to like we talk about that. What I Steve the the network and the hallway track and all that. One of the things I like to point out is that we talk about the hallway track, and I think some people who maybe are new to it, it's not just social business networking, right? It's talking about problems, it's talking mm -hmm. about um, technical issues, there's lots of things, that conversation that happens, it's not just who can I partner with, like I remember back in my civil engineering days, it was all like, here's my business card, how can we partner on a project, and it was very business. Um, WordCamps are different, and you learn like what the issues are in local communities, who's doing what interesting stuff, but it's also technical. Like, you know, you learn that one community has a certain web hosting preference over another, and you get to dive into why. Um, maybe somebody has um, a really advanced community; they don't have any beginners coming to their meetups or anything like that. Another one has the exact opposite problem. Um, so you, you get to explore a lot of these these kind of local issues in the hallway by talking to people. Mm -hmm. And WordCamps are the first places for me where networking felt non-creepy. <laughs> you know, like I've been to events and stuff where people walk up and ask you who you are and what you do, and if you can't help them, they can't wait to talk to someone else. And I've never felt that at a WordCamp. Like, I've never gotten that, oh, 
you don't have anything for me. See you later. I'm going to go talk to this guy over here who might. Did you do that to you? I'm sure I did. I must have snuck correct. What what you describe as creepy, I describe as, as approachable, right? So I found that the, the difference the difference between other conferences and a WordCamp is everybody at WordCamp, for the most part, is approachable, right? And so you if you see somebody you know on the core team, uh, you know on, online, and you want to go talk to them, go to the WordCamp where they're at and just go talk to them. They are accessible. That's so why stalk them until you know which WordCamp they're going to next. Especially, so, so, especially so you, start, Sam. Start, start, following, start following them on Twitter. Find out if they have an Instagram. Find out if they're going to sponsor. That's so why I found I, George. I, no, so I, 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 take, I take it back. I am outside of uh, Mark and Helen's apartment all weekend. So I just, so I just, added, I just added the creepy back into WordCamp. Yeah. Well, I have a great example of that. One of the, one of the first WordCamps I traveled far for. Um, was WordCamp Vancouver. And uh, I went to it because it was the first WordCamp developer conference, mm -hmm. developer conference, and it was paired with BuddyPress, BuddyCamp, um, the first ever BuddyCamp. Um, so I went up there for the weekend, met a great bunch of people. I didn't know anyone. Like, I'd heard a couple of names, you know, uh, Rand Mordensen, uh, a couple other people. Um, and at the kind of after after event, which speakers and some out of town guests got invited to, I'm just been talking to Matt for half an hour. That would be Mullenweg, right? Like, so just hanging out, talking with Mullenweg for a half hour for the first time ever, and I was like, oh, hey, hey, John, John, you you dropped something there. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I want to touch on what John was saying earlier with um, with figuring out other community problems. That's actually how I came up with the idea to have an open discussion is that going to multiple WordCamps, I've heard people nonstop saying that they love Jetpack or they hate Jetpack, and it was one of those things where I'm the biggest Jetpack advocator that there could be. Do you and know I just wanted, for Sam? Yeah, 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 fair enough. Have you met George? Anyways, but it's one of those things that, um, that I identified multiple uh, conversations that happened no matter what WordCamp I went to. It's one of those things where if you pay attention, you can learn a lot by just listening. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are just hilarious. This is why I go to work camps with all of you guys, by the way. <laughs> so you can smack them in person instead of having to do it digitally. No, right? no, it only gets worse in person. Like, it, it never gets better. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, a, a few times, Steve, you've come to uh, Las Vegas just on uh, a personal thing, and it's like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Come out with us or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's one of those things where you form a friendship and it, it can go so much more than just talking about WordPress in a non-creepy kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard myself. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah. Me I think too. Really non-creepy about this group. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is, is I'm in the hotel room next to Steve. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally so, non-creepy. So one of the things I thought about, Jason, when you when you presented this topic, the benefits of traveling to a distant WordCamp, the first thing that came to my mind is the write-off. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean well, nobody's talked about it, but and I hope the IRS isn't watching, but, um, you know, 
when I, if I yeah. go if I travel, we just got, we just got seven new viewers. It's now it's now work related, right? I mean, that's why you wrote off that vacation I booked for you to Maui, right? <laughs> oh wait, you didn't come. My wife has uh, family out in Chicago, and I've told her next time we're able to do WordCamp Chicago, I'm going to buy her a ticket to the WordCamp, even though yeah. she's not going to go to it because then her uh, plane fare is accidental. <laughs> WordCamp US last year in Philly. You know, Robert, I hope the IRS is recording of this talk. (laughs) I'm not a tax attorney. I don't know. I just want to say that I'm not affiliated with any of these companies or anything. No, but it's, it's true. I mean, I you know I go to WordCamps as part of my business, right? I'm I'm gonna write it off. So makes sense to me. Makes total sense to me. My entire life, so I get it. I, I was gonna say you could just go the John Brown way and just travel yeah. country to country and be like, "Suck it!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like everywhere I go, I end up going to WordCamp. I, I go places for a month or two at a time. It's not hard to drop a WordCamp in the middle of one of those. Yeah, and quite and there often is one it is focused around it, right? Like I'm going to I'm going to Indonesia next month, and then I'll, on the way home I'll go through WordCamp Tokyo. Um, we're going to a conference called BlogHer in Austin, Texas, after we get back in October. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I as much as I can as I travel, I do it around WordCamps. Like they're a key feature in where I go and when. Um, as long as you make it clear to Customs and Immigration that you're traveling for business, not for work. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. No. No. John, John, are you going to BlogHer just because Cheryl Crow is gonna be on the panel? Totally. I'm the world yeah, right now I'm going. What's her name? <laughs> no, we're going mostly for Elena, but because um, she's a food blogger and a woman blogger, and um, and we have some friends in Austin we want to check out um, to see. And uh, at the same token, it's like great business opportunity for me to kind of see what happens outside of the WordPress sphere. I think awesome. you should, I, I think you should go be like Chris Lemma and go hit up WP Engine and just you know start taking some phone calls and wearing shirts. And- Dude, my my friends at work, WP Engine are like, we've got co-working space. You can come work here every day. I'm like, yeah, I'll stop by. <laughs> um, oh, oh, space, oh, would you like, look at the time? That's oh, about it. Yeah, I did, but I'm like, I can't. No, I'm, oh, I'm not working on Would you look at the time? Day. Yeah, it's it's something 30 right now for all of you. <laughs> so, folks, make sure you go over to our website at wqrcore.com. Click on the links there to subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. If you like this particular show, hit the thumbs up button on YouTube or on your podcast player of choice. Thank you, folks, for being on. You have a good rest of your day. So you had a work camp. I don't think the IRS. I don't think the IRS comments really matter. I'm I'm not sure John's a, a U.S. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> this-